Welcome to the St. Benedict's Episcopal School Podcast, Planting Seeds, Cultivating Critical Thinking, Creativity, Community, and Lifelong Learning. Here we'll take you on a transformative journey into the inner workings of this unique school and the people behind it. So sit up straight, school's in. And here's your host and head of school, Father Brian Sullivan. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to part two of our eight-part series of Planting Seeds podcast created here at St. Benedict's Episcopal School. I'm Father Brian Sullivan, your host and head of school. And today we will continue our conversation with some of our esteemed alumni, Catherine Shemansky, who is currently enrolled at Georgia Tech, Matt Fierro, also known as Matthew Fierro at Auburn, and Ryan Fierro at Emory-Riddle Aeronautical University. As you heard before, they are doing some incredible things and we can't wait to dig back in. So let's kick off part two of this conversation, hearing about the reflections. Welcome again, Kat, Matthew, and Ryan. We're thrilled to have you here today for part two. Matt, you mentioned it. You found your group of friends pretty quickly, it sounds like, at Auburn. What are some other ways that you built community, having been in such a small community here at St. Benedict's, that you've taken that on into college? I mean, for me, it was just going out and talking to people. The way I met people in college was, it was, I think, my second day being here, you know, the, the first week of all orientation stuff. So my second day of that, like, orientation, I went out and just started, like, talking to people. And so the first people I met, I played some multiple frisbee with, and now three of them are my roommates. One of them is my girlfriend. I still talk with pretty much all of them, except for a few. Not one of them being your girlfriend. Yeah. Just slip that one in there, Matt. <laughs> and that's the same thing in high school was just, you know, going out and talking to people. And so we still continue to do that. I made my friends and then we continue to talk to other people throughout the semester. And now I'm so close with them. And so, yeah, it's really just even for some people, it might be uncomfortable at first. For me, it was a little uncomfortable to, you know, go to this college, this 30,000 people and just start like talking to people. And it really just starts like that. It's as simple as that. I think that Ryan and I definitely had a little bit of a different experience because when we ended up coming to college, it was still the end of COVID. So things were still online. People weren't really going out. So I made friends with the roommates in the hall of the dorm that I was staying in, but I wasn't really able to explore in the same way that Matthew was talked about, like going out and talking to people or meeting people. That really still wasn't like a thing. Um, So... I did end up becoming a tour guide for Dream Tech for some time. And the one thing that I would always tell the prospective families about tech particularly was to join a club or to join an organization or to go out and do something that involved like an activity where you could meet people, which I think is exactly what Ryan did. So I'll let Ryan also talk on that. But joining organizations and finding people that have a common interest, that's a great way to make friends. We would come back and we'd talk with parents who had I believe children at St. B's at the time were looking to... Yeah, like outplacement. Yep. Right. But one thing I did mention every time we did one of those was always, you know, join a club. Just join any club. Just just get out there. And that's how you meet people. And that's been how I usually meet people, especially, I mean, after kind of COVID settled. I mean, even still, there was Florida, so rules were a little bit looser here. Yeah, that was one of the things that, like, it did take a little bit for me to get out there and meet people um, at the time. And uh, I did struggle with that a bit, but eventually, you know, when I talked to more people and joined different clubs and I got out there and made new friends. So definitely, I think I'll still say this to whoever is listening, you know, that that is the 
best way to get out there and meet people is just join a club, just do whatever. Yeah. Um, well, when I referred to you, I was like specifically referring to the fact that you oh. joined your F1 formula team and now you have a whole <laughs> bunch of, of engineering buds that you hang out yeah. with because you have a very similar interest in cars. Yeah, that, I, I, I did meet my roommates okay. now through the team. So, yes. Okay. That's what I thought. And, and my, and my friend group, yeah. So that's, yeah. I did meet my other my other friend group through another club, uh, Pause on campus, which is like the cat club. I, I haven't joined that in a while, but it, yeah, so. Speaking of your outplacement and coming back and talking to students who are getting ready to go to the next phase of their careers uh, from eighth grade to high school, if you can remember back before Thanksgiving where you all were in eighth grade, you were probably just doing your first draft of your essays for school and you had started looking at different schools um, both independent schools like holy innocence where you ended up but i think you also toured some of the magnet schools in cobb county thinking about where you were at that time sort of anxious about the next step and now you're where you are there's a group of eighth graders listening to this podcast what would you tell them? Yeah, I'll be honest. I can't speak too much about the application process because when I applied to Holy Innocence, Ryan was already there. So that was basically where I was going. And it, it was like they had like something with siblings. So it was pretty much that was basically where I was going. So I, I don't want to speak on too much about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, you're no slouch as uh, an ac academic. <laughs> so uh, give yourself some credit. Yeah. I mean, definitely like working, you know, I, we, we talked about with Miss Filio, like I worked with Miss Filio a lot with like some of the standardized testing and stuff like that. And like writing essays, uh, I worked with her a lot. So definitely like going back to that of talking with teachers and being close with teachers, talk with your teachers and like your, especially your English teachers with essays, you know, go over that, like write one with that. And it'll definitely help you a lot getting that like exposure will definitely help you. For me personally, I think that what made me choose Holy Innocence was I went and I toured and I felt like it was something that I was familiar with. I'll be honest. It felt very similar to St. Bees. Just kind of felt like an extension, which I was comfortable with. It really doing. did. So, there, I mean, there are obviously differences. And I do think of both of them as very different schools. But when I was touring other schools, like I looked at Campbell, I looked at Marist, I looked at a whole bunch of other schools. I think Walker might've been one of them. And what I did that made me understand my choice was, was shadowing. And it was going and visiting and seeing what they had to offer and seeing how I felt in that school. And also that's the same way I did with colleges too. I went to colleges, I toured, I think Ryan and I, we did like eight colleges in a weekend, one, one weekend all up in the North Carolina region. But we went and we looked and we walked on campus and we saw how it was. We got some information and it was really about how we felt being on those campuses. For me, that really made my decision because all of the schools that I was, you know, they're all going to be, you know, good academic. They're all going to have extracurriculars. They're all going to have, you know, X, Y, and Z. But the one thing that they're not going to have is that feeling that you get, like that gut feeling, which is the, for me was the most important part. So my advice would just be go out and look and try to get a little bit of an experience from each of those communities before you make your decisions. I did mention briefly, it was scary going from a school I'd spent most of my life at to now, oh, I have to, I have to leave. Oh, right. And so that, that was a little you know scary. But, you know, getting out there and making friends 
isn't all it has to is not this carries thing we'll meet at st b's we had our kind of friends laid out for us it was a lot smaller than we, we, we were just it was a small community so it was different going from that small tight community to something that's yeah, still fairly small in the grand scheme of things but it's not as you know, clear-cut so having that opportunity to just again go to go to clubs and you know meet people throw darts the board and, uh, and and see but um yeah and then on to college well it was again scary leaving again like oh no that that might just be me personally but eventually you know building that up and having that was there that's nice were the experiences pretty similar i mean a, a lot of parents get scared around fifth grade that they need to get their kid into a school for high school and they don't realize that eighth grade experience actually has an impact which most adults just went through school and then they got to the end of high school and it was the first time they had to choose was that helpful for you all going into college or was it some of the same so that that process going from eighth grade uh, and having to do essays taking tests and everything finding the right school how did that help you as you looked at colleges? Well, on the on the terms of like sixth grade, I don't think by any means that you need to leave and find a school that has, you know, the rest of your life already there for the next, how many years, how many years six more years, something like six that. Six or seven, um, yep, yep. So, I mean, I thought it was valuable having that experience and having to overcome that hurdle because it only led me to another hurdle again at college. Like, you're, there's always going to be change and I didn't feel underprepared in any sense if that makes sense it was funny though when we were applying to colleges there was that conversation of the people that had joined from like middle school for like the start of high school versus the people that had been there for years and years there was a conversation of like oh yeah we've done this application you know you know writing essays applying to different schools whereas they have they've always just been there which is kind of funny i i didn't think much of it honestly I was just, yeah, this is something we need to do. I guess the rest of them as well, they might have, that was their whole idea. This is like, you know, college is everything. And I guess, you know, SEC South. So well, well, I think a lot of people did have that mindset as well, but um, I don't know. SEC South. Yeah, you, that's you. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the only SEC school in myself. Mm -hmm. um, although Georgia Tech was SEC at one time until they went to ACC. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. All for the best for them. They would have gotten smoked in football. I was going to say, it might be because we suck at football. And most of Hey, 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 so there, there will be alumni, Georgia Tech alumni listening to this who are ready to come back. Um, it's just, and you know uh, what? I'm thrilled for Coach Key and all that he has to offer. And I think next year might be our year, <laughs> but we're working on it. But we still suck. We are probably going to get smoked by Alabama in two weeks. So don't worry. Considering the recent, yeah. And we smoked Arkansas, though, so. Go dogs. that's all I got to say. So our favorite memory, do you all have a collective favorite memory or separate favorite memories of... Uh, I think they brought it up already. Um. No, I have a different favorite memory that I thought okay. about. I mean, I wasn't really there for that. I mean, I remember seeing outside the window, but I wasn't... We'll tell it, Ryan, so that every, all of our listeners are on uh, the same page. So we can all blame you. That's, right, that's yeah. the whole idea. Take so I can also I think of know. one, too, because I honestly, I need to think of one. Yeah, I, I, won't say, I won't call this a favorite memory. It's certainly one of the most memorable, and it was just by accident. Sure. I mean, yeah, I know. We did like all three of us that thought of this immediately when we got onto the on the under this call. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it was first grade, first year, first day, sorry, of sixth grade. 
we, we had recess. Everyone, like all the you know, all the kids started you know going throwing the football out there, and I was just walking out, and it was on the new it was not the well, at the time new building, and you know brand new big field, all that fun stuff, brand new uh, newly laid sod, and I walk up and this is a pipe sticking out of the ground, and I walk <laughs> up to the pipe. And me being curious, being, I mean, being the engineer that you are, yeah, and wanting yeah. to know what the pipe does. Yeah, um, curiosity definitely killed the cat there. Um, I, I went up, too. Yeah, I, I went up and wiggled the pipe that was sticking out of the ground, and it, it must have been really loose. I mean, it was it was going to come out at some point. It was just me that pushed her at the edge. Um, something broke underneath, and that freshly laid sod started to bubble up with filled with water and. It, well, it looked like it was a big bubble. And everyone around me was asking, like, what'd you do? What'd you do? I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Before the, you know, the pipe just fell aside and you know, started squirting out. And I look over, I see a teacher left walking over. I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? So uh, yeah, eventually, you know, it gets about like you know, five feet high, maybe that little sprout. And so we all, you know, go inside because oh, great. Now I sent up, you know, there's, there's water all over the field. A few minutes, when we come back inside a few minutes later, I look out the window. There's like a 30 foot geyser. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> foot guys are on the field uh, where the pipe once stood, and uh, who was it at the um, who was the principal at the time? Probably yeah. was that Rick Betts. Yeah, Mr. Betts, right? Yeah. 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 So, so I'm standing, just looking at it. I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I remember when your mom <laughs> came to come pick you up, and she, you were so upset. <laughs> well, she she brought, I got it. I hopped in the car. She brought up. So I heard you had a fun day today. And I just burst into tears. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Yeah, so. We, we always say that St. Benedict is a safe place to fail. I'm sure you learned your lesson about wiggling pipes. He <laughs> uh, learned how water pressure sure. works at that point in time. <laughs> That's other, true, I did, yeah. What other memories? So when I was, when we were talking about the middle school building, and I was thinking about memories that we had when we were first there, and we were the eighth grade class, and we were the first inaugural class, and so we, you know, we were treated a little better than most people probably would have been. And so there was one day at the end of like eighth grade when we were pretty much wrapping everything up and we were getting towards the week of finals where it's mainly focused on finals. And we had an extra week before we we were done an extra week before everybody else. We had Mr. Matt, who was teaching math at the time, come and he brought his like PS4 and he brought Guitar Hero in. We ordered Moe's <laughs> and we were walking around in our socks with our pillow pets. And it oh, was God, the epitome of just being the happiest kid anybody could ever be. Now, I mean, obviously that doesn't still happen, but... Um, we, we have some fun around here. I mean, I mean that's, that's the way to describe it. There's definitely still fun that occurs, but that was like... I still look back on that and remember just being so happy. Yeah, you guys... We're definitely treated pretty well. I think our, my class... We're in a small my, group, so... Yeah. My class was a little infamous for getting a little talkative and loud during the day. We definitely got in trouble a lot for being way too loud. And people like teachers like down the hall, like being like, hey, we can hear y'all all the way down there. But You guys just loved each other a lot. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> No, we were very loud. It was kind of bad. Uh, anyways, I can't give as much detail on it, but I know like I, I have two pretty big ones was the um, the New York Washington trip. That was a ton of fun. And it was, I think my first time going to DC, 
but uh no it, it was a lot of fun you know the bus rides the, the airplane seeing all the stuff it was great and then also in eighth grade when we had the little youth passing league i love that i think that year we won the championship um, you did we got the trophy yeah. still up in yeah. front. <laughs> when i one day when i came back I, I took a picture of it and sent it to one of my friends uh, who played there and i was like yeah i was like no, that was a lot of fun and it was yeah it was a great experience and a lot of fun awesome well real quick two of you are graduating um ryan what are you up to after may whatever june whatever <laughs> well i'll still be here um I, i'll probably be taking five years to graduate no, i'm no honor student so only only honor students really graduated four years with an engineering degree hey now but so there are seven years at tech still finishing their undergrad kind of yeah, like really give yourself a break. Uh, well, yeah, well yeah i don't think it will be but not just just give your all a break you're at the top schools in the country if not the world so easy does it oh i've just talked about this you know, this school being uh, fairly easy to get into and then you know hard to stay in but uh i've made it this far so hopefully I can, yeah. well, one more year at least uh for ryan cat what are you up to what are you doing um that's this. a great question so I'm definitely back and forth a lot with my future career plans. I've thought about becoming a teacher because St. Benedict's is so awesome and I'd love to come back and teach. I, I know somebody who who's hiring. Me too, actually. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Um, and so I thought about that. I am majoring in psychology, so I thought about becoming a psychologist or even a school psychologist. So I know that St. Benedict's might have a position for that at one point in time, maybe. I've also considered going to grad school, which I think is what I'm aiming towards. I would love to go to grad school and actually get a degree in criminology and possibly end up doing forensic psychology. So I actually have an internship lined up in the spring with GBI, which is the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. And then you and, you and my daughter, Maggie, need to talk. <laughs> I mean, it's the stuff that's interesting. <laughs> she's looking at law and intelligence also. I'm not sure I'm you're on the second. I'm not sure side. laws for me, but <laughs> the the criminal part, yeah, we can definitely agree on that. Yeah. And then uh Matthew, I guess you're one more year, huh? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So yeah, so I'm finance major. So next summer I'm I've applied to like I don't even know how many internships. And so I've done a few interviews, I've done like a few like virtual recordings of myself I've submitted. So really just waiting to hear back. Most of the stuff I'm looking at is something in banking. I had an internship this past summer at a private equity firm. And they said that because it's a very it's a small one and they're not looking to like take people after college, which is what most internships do in the finance world. So they said, you know, if I don't find anything next summer, they'll they'll happily take me back. But they said, you know, we want you to find something elsewhere that will, you can go into like after college. So that's that's kind of my plan right now. I'm probably hopefully going to graduate in uh, 2025. But yeah, that's that's what I'm looking at for my future. Awesome. Well, um, thank you, guys, Kat, Matthew and Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking collectively for St. Benedict School. We are so incredibly proud of what you all are doing and what you've become. You. Just really glad that um, the experiences you've had here have led you along this path. And to our listeners, uh, especially all the other esteemed alumni who couldn't jump on this or walk by Kat's room like Abby did. You know. Thank you, Catherine, Matthew and Ryan for sharing your inspiring journey and insights with us for part two today of your stories as they witness everything that you've been through here and impacted our school, St. Benedict's Episcopal School. To our listeners, 
And again, especially to our esteemed alumni, we hope this conversation has brought you back fond memories and reinforced the bonds that connect us. We hope this conversation has brought back fond memories and reinforced the bonds that connect us. So as we approach our 15th anniversary of St. Benedict's Episcopal School, we encourage all alumni to stay connected. You can do that by visiting our website, stbs.org backslash alumni to update your information, ensuring you stay informed about upcoming events, reunions, and other exciting news from St. Benedict's community. Remember, you are an integral part of the St. Benedict story, and we look forward to celebrating this significant milestone together. Thank you for being a vital thread in the rich tapestry of our school's history. Until next time, this is Father Brian Sullivan signing off from Planting Seeds, wishing you continued success and growth in all your endeavors. Thank you for all those listening and getting to know how we are growing our community. And as always, keep spreading kindness, compassion, and love. Thanks for listening to Planting Seeds, cultivating critical thinking, creativity, community, and lifelong learning with your host, Father Brian Sullivan. To find out more about St. Benedict's Episcopal School, visit stbs.org. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group, all rights reserved.